Hello everyone and welcome to the Varsity Firearms Podcast, Episode 9. I am your host, John Valenti. Today we're going to discuss customizing and dressing up your firearm. There are numerous handguns on the market that are popular choices for upgrades due to their reliability, aftermarket support, and of course, versatility. Keep in mind that the best handgun for upgrades depends on your specific preference and intended use. So whether it's for self-defense, competition shooting, range practice, or just your hobby, we're going to discuss some popular choices and some platforms to consider. Let's get on with it. So why is it a good idea to make an upgrade or upgrades to your handguns? Well, making upgrades to your handgun can offer several benefits. And depending on your preferences and intended use, there's some good reasons why upgrading handguns might be good for you or a good idea in general. So let me talk about different things we can do and what upgrades really are. So upgrades can enhance the overall performance of your firearm. It includes things like improved accuracy, smoother trigger pull, better ergonomics, ways to reduce recoil. These enhancements can really help you shoot more accurately and more comfortably. Upgrading allows you to personalize your handgun to specific preferences such as grip modules, sights, different types of triggers, things that fits the needs of your firearm or shooting style. It can help with concealed carry. Certain upgrades can make your handgun more comfortable uh, this involves adding a smaller grip or a slim down slide or just simple modifications to reduce printing and carry discomfort. And you want to keep up with the trends, right? So the firearm industry is constantly evolving. And new technologies and products and innovations are being introduced. And upgrading allows you to keep your handgun with the current times, with the latest advancements. Even if it's stock advancements or stock products that are made by your firearm. Or even aftermarket products that are made for your firearm. So there's a lot of good options out there, but I do want to suggest that you thoroughly research any upgrade you're considering to ensure that they're reliable, they're safe, and most of all, suitable for your particular firearm. And remember, some modifications might be subject to legal restrictions in your jurisdiction, Ensure that any upgrade you make comply with local laws. This is important. So make sure 
you comply and understand that what you're doing to your firearm is actually legal. Okay, so from my perspective, there's a lot of value in upgrades. Now, it can be costly, but the opportunity to enhance your skill will most likely outweigh all of that. But it does present some good opportunity to correct possible struggles, and it can also support improvement. For example, you can choose to upgrade your, your trigger or your trigger springs, look to reduce the weight of the pull, or the upgrade might even be because you prefer a flat trigger over a curved trigger and you have, better, you have a better experience with a flat trigger or a curved trigger. You can change out the stock sights for a better sight picture. There are just options out there that can support what you need or even what you want. Now, I don't think every gun needs upgrades, and I don't think guns come with bad components, but there's upgrades to these components. I'm actually going to say most guns are sufficient, especially for new shooters, but as you become more advanced, you have the opportunity to make some changes that, that work for you and that you understand and that you have experienced because of the time you've put in shooting. Upgrades can come in handy for competition shooters or for individuals that are taking classes or really getting involved in shooting and going to the range all the time or even training classes. Me, myself, personally, I have made some upgrades. Not many, but some that corrected some of my flaws or provided some comfort. I've changed out some triggers. I've changed out some sights and barrels and recoil sp uh, springs. So I've made some. And probably the best upgrade I've ever made and I'm actually continuing to make it, is an optic, an optic red dot. Okay, let's go a little bit further here into optics and red dots. I mean, just in general, adding an optic sight to your firearm can improve target acquisition and support you in low light situations but i think that it's a very good upgrade to make to your firearm now i made this upgrade due to my vision getting weaker as i got older and it's coming very handy for me and i really love using optics on my firearms but i do know how to revert back to my standard sights if need be and that's an important thing i want to bring up because you don't want to start if you become a new shooter today you don't want to start with the gun out of the box with an optic on it in training 
with just an optic. Now, this is my opinion. I think that you should understand and be able to shoot with your iron sights or your stock sights first. It's important. It's part of the firearm. Once you learn how to get a good sight picture with your sights, with your, let's call it stock sights or rear and front sight, once you're able to develop good proficiency, then move on to an optic red dot. Because I think you need to be capable to shoot with both ways. And it's for a few reasons. One, most importantly, if your red dot ever gets damaged or the battery's not there or has, has ran out, you can revert back to your standard operation of shooting using your standard sights on the firearm. If you've never done it before, you're going to be confused and overwhelmed and you're not going to be able to pick up that target or even hit that target. It's going to change who you are as a shooter. Two, pretty important here. When I put a red dot on my firearm, I make sure they always co-witness. So sometimes I have to change out my rear sights, get them a little bit higher so I can pick up that co-witness. Because, again, if it goes down, I can see my sights. And I also know that I am working both my sights and my red dot at the same time. And it's helping me to build as a good, accurate shooter and understand my firearm and the sights on my firearm. So I would make sure you really knew how to shoot using both styles of sights before you move on to a red dot optic. Now again, that is just my opinion. I think there's a lot of value in it. So that's something I would consider. But I also wanna say, if you do have some vision issues, I'm not gonna say that it's a bad idea to immediately start with the red dot because that's what it's out there for, right? So upgrades are for us, upgrades are, to, are out there to make us more comfortable and feel better about shooting and help our comfort, correct? So that's just something I want to say about red dots. And we're going to talk a little bit deeper. I'm going to tell you about some certain ones that I like, uh, that I lean towards as we move on here. So just like firearms, there are many different types of optics available for purchase, and they all vary in cost as well as rating, and there's top names out there and upcoming brands ready to release. But brands you can't go wrong with are brands like Trigicon, Hollison, Sig Sauer, Shield, Swamp Fox, and that's just to name a few. My personal choice or if I was to make a suggestion, I would go with Hollison. It's what work, has worked best for me, and it's also well-priced. The one thing I want to mention, when it comes to optic red dots, you have to consider the footprints, which is just the mounting layout. The footprint is just 
the mounting layout. So before you purchase the, the desired red dot for you, confirm it is the correct footprint so it's compatible with your firearm. If the footprint is not correct, don't worry because there's many manufacturers out there that offer mounting plates or adapter plates or adapters that will allow you to convert between different footprints. So moving on, I wanna just remind you to research the specs of both the optic and the firearm to ensure a proper fit and of course that you're purchasing the correct model. Ultimately, the decision to make upgrades to your firearm should be based on your specific needs to support you as a shooter, not to add style to your firearm. That's dressing up. And dressing up your handgun involves customizing its appearance to reflect your personal style and preferences without necessarily making functional changes. Some things that you can do to customize or dress up your firearm would be add some grip textures, purchase some new slides that have maybe lightning cuts or windows, something that gives you a distinctive appearance. You could also get some custom slide covers or back plates. Many handguns have removable slide covers or back plates that could be replaced with custom designs, colors. These can range from simple patterns to intricate artwork. You can replace the pins and controls, also has specific colors and styles, but replacing standard pins and controls like your magazine release or your takedown lever or slide lock can give your firearm some character. A big one that a lot of people upgrade is the magazine base plates. You can get some decals or stickers for your firearm, although I'm not a big fan of that, but you can do that. You can also look into certain type of holsters and accessories like magazine pouches or holsters that have color or design on them. So there's a lot of things you can do to customize your firearm and bring the style of you to it. And even though it's a cool thing to do, dressing up your firearm, you have to make sure that all the modifications you make are legal and that you're not affecting any of the functionality of your firearm. So these are just some things you can do to put them, some style into your firearm. So making upgrades and owning a firearm, it's kind of fun. Although it is expensive, like we said, it can get costly. But there are a lot of handgun models that are relatively easy to customize. Keep in mind that the ease of customizing can vary depending on factors like available parts, capability, and your own level of skill. 
but there are a ton of handguns out there that you probably already own or that you've thought about purchasing that are commonly customized. And that's like anything in the Glock series, Smith & Wesson, Sig Sauer, Springfield, CZ, Ruger, Walther, Canik, Beretta, FN. I mean, I can keep going. Almost all of them have upgrades to offer even after market offers. And you can do anything from sights to triggers to barrels and to dressing it up where you can change out some slides and some rear back plates and add some color. So there are firearms out there and there are popular firearms that are out there that you probably own and maybe you even have made some changes to them. But these are good names that have good aftermarket support that are able to function well even after making these upgrades. And it's not only for cosmetic, but the functional aspect of them as well. So this can be something that takes you to a whole nother level of hobby when it comes to owning a firearm. All right, that concludes episode nine of the Varsity Firearms Podcast. I hope I was able to offer you some good recommendations when upgrading your firearm. This is a great hobby as well as topic, and it gets the assist when it comes to firearm ownership. I have made several upgrades to some of my firearms along the way, and everything has worked out well. If you have some time, check out Black Phoenix Customs and also the Shadow Systems handgun lineup. If you're into decking out the Glock series of any firearm, these are two companies you should definitely look into. And remember, confidence, comfort, and accuracy come from training, so get out there and put in the work. For up-to-date information and useful information, follow News 2A and 2A. Also check them out on News 2A Dot com, And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Varsity Firearms, on Instagram, Varsity underscore Firearms, on X, Varsity Firearms. Shoot me an email, training at gmail.com. And if you're bored, check out my website at varsityfirearms.com. Take care and be safe. Just a quick PSA, Varsity Firearms Podcast is not affiliated, partnered, or paid by any mentioned retailer, association, or organization. All information is delivered at a personal experience, and they're truly just my recommendations.